banana like a tree. Smoke so much weed, you wouldn't believe. And I get more ass than a toilet seat. Three to the one, four, one, two, three. I met a bad bitch last night in the deep. Let me tell you how I want me to leave with me. Conversation at the NC. I've been to the motherfucking mountaintop. Heard this is all the fuck-ups that will never happen. All right, three, two, one. Welcome, everybody, to the Twin Chickens Podcast. Uh, we haven't done a setup like this in such a long time. We have me, uh, Artie 5000, with our boy, Abino-chan. Uh, Abino-chan here is a little a little bean. He's grown up to be something special. <laughs> He's got a little lady, which um, is awesome. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, kind of. Not, not really, though. It's something that's building we can talk about it though yeah you know, whenever you want you know uh we haven't seen each other in what two weeks now it's, it's been, been a while a, yeah been a week uh we haven't done some uh let's plays in a while since i just moved into a new apartment and you yourself have been busy with your new band absolutely yeah touring and stuff so it's been a while since we actually did some things but in any case we are doing a new thing with this podcast uh with our channel which is this podcast essentially we have uh, quite a few things, or at least I have a, quite a few things to show you and the audience. I'm excited. Uh, some videos that I found that were a little disturbing and a little like uh, insightful to our generation. So when you find videos, send them to me, or just or don't. Sorry, when you find videos, keep them in a folder, and we'll you know we'll keep those separately because I like to be surprised with shit too. You know Absolutely. <laughs> and in this case, we are pre-recording the show, so hopefully we can try to keep things pg-13 or actually as r as possible because i yeah. want to hold get no to the nitty gritties as possible yes so in any case this is something new we're going to be talking about our lives recapping our week all the good stuff and then in, as well just try to have as much fun as possible so first thing on our list i'm going to open um i'm going to open the show with a clip if you don't mind i'm gonna go for it yeah i'm gonna show you something and then we'll open up the twin chickens podcast with this um, I think I want to show you my guy. Yeah. Ichi, san, yeah. Arigato. Yeah. Ichi, san, yeah. Arigato. All right. So, <laughs> can you explain why you're finding these videos? Okay. So on TikTok, right? And then uh, on TikTok, uh, we're able to. Can you click back to oh, to yeah. the channels? This is the best. Cool. There you go. On TikTok, we're able to, um, you know, give likes and hearts on things that we, you know. I, yeah. I hate TikTok. I hate it so much because at first, what I was finding was just, you know, hot chicks doing things. Which is like, of, of course, that's like, in my opinion, is um, we're like two clicks away from pornography is the way I see it. <laughs> and that's just my subjectivity of TikTok. But I wasn't finding anything that I liked on there. Everything just kind of, you know, it's not for my generation. I'm old. I'm an old guy. I'm like super old. But I wasn't finding anything that I was like, this isn't fun for me or whatever. I didn't like it. Until I saw a, a podcast called Your Mom's House with Tom Segura and Christina P. Where they were doing TikToks. Uh, and I was like, how are they finding these rich, hilarious, just obscene videos? And I was like, oh, it's an algorithm. Oh, okay. So then when I find, when I typed in, like, you know, drunk driver, whatever, mm -hmm. I started getting flooded with things. Interesting. Men's things. <laughs> so that's how I found this. I have We have more things to show, but what did you think of it? What are your thoughts? <laughs> I'm just flabbergasted, should I say the word to be to the least, that you're coming across sub such obscure things that... I, I honestly, I haven't been on the internet for a while. Like, whenever I do sit down for entertainment, yeah. it's always just in the spare moments that I have. Like, okay, you well, know what? Same. I have 20 minutes. I'm just going to watch one episode of something, and I'll get back to my life. Yeah. But, because I've taken a break from, like, going through iFunny. I deleted it for a while. Well, as you should. Um, yeah. And same with TikTok, I guess. I, I don't watch it. But also, it's, it's really interesting um, through that platform how it, it would really... Um, kind of digest to specifics like yeah. if you're liking certain stuff or look up certain items it'll keep bringing up similar content which isn't necessarily that interesting but the algorithm just focuses towards that so I'm only seeing music stuff because that's the only thing that I'm really subscribed to yeah which is two weeks their own but then whenever 
you come over, you're like, dude, check this out. I'm like, what the fuck? There's, there's quite a few things on there. So for me, I what I do is like uh, on my break time, you know, I want to unwind. Uh, you know, as I'm working, I take a, like a break and then I just go on TikTok for like a second. And my thing is flooded now with things that I want to watch, which is really dark horrible things and i give likes to those and now the algorithm is picking up on it and now i see you know pretty hilarious things and (laughs) just weird shit i still get the occasional like hot girls like you know because that's what's trending right you know Mm -hmm. or whatever or like a dance that's trending but that'd be super interesting if you um took um like different profiles because you can you can enter in different profiles so if you had like your meme account that you were on of this or your hot girls page or something whatever it is yeah, yeah and just have it so like okay i'm gonna specify in this profile the only likes i'm gonna give are two certain which, items which i found out you can make another profile on tiktok mm-hmm. you can have several profiles yeah i didn't know that until recently it's kind of like instagram where you can just select your profiles if yeah. you have like uh, a business account exactly so that being said that's how i was able to find these videos but i funny like i said i don't do this all the time but Every once in a while, I just need a break from work or just maybe like 10 minutes before I go to sleep. I just want to unwind and I would pull up a video. And even when drawing, I would take like a 10 minute break and then I was just, you know, I would draw for like an hour, take a 10 minute break and then draw for another hour. Mm-hmm. And in those 10 minute break, you know, I just watch a video and just to unwind and get back into the group. So that's how I come across these things. Definitely. With iFunny, I love iFunny, the app, because it's nothing but things that you would never find by yourself. It's so unique. Yeah. I love it. So that's why that's how I find stuff. So for you, obviously, everyone has a different cycle of how they live their lives and how they orientate themselves. For, for me, I'm I'm trying to get more goal driven and try to get more focused, as we were talking about last week, mm-hmm. or like a couple of days ago, or a couple of weeks ago, whatever. Um, where I'm trying, obviously, not to spend so much time on the internet and just trying to focus on what I have to do to get things done to get my life forward. Definitely. Um, but TikTok and funny memes is like the way that I <laughs> unwind. Yeah, and it's a, it's a nice break to to just unwind or take your mind off things and have a good laugh and just see the most ridiculous things that people post. Insane stuff. There's so many things that that are out there. In any case, apart from that, we have more. I have more things to show you. But for now, I moved into a new apartment. Uh, as you know, for you guys who don't know, I was trying to get a house for the longest time. I've been trying to get. Uh, a house before my mom moved to Texas, but it's it was it's been so hard because um, not only do I not have the resources or the knowledge to acquire a house, I'm the kind of person that is a survivalist. So if I need to get something done, I will do it. But it's just me, myself, and I. I don't have the support to guide me. If that makes sense, uh, people from my or my own family, they they don't come from wealth. Everyone is like from poverty that is that are building themselves up at least that's the way i see it and that's probably just my subjectivity and i'm not trying to what's called throw shame or throw like you know like put them on the spotlight but it's more the fact that i just don't have that knowledge or know that wealth or people that can give me these things so when i went through the whole process of getting a house i got approved or i was i was in the process of getting approved and since i started a business recently that took me out of all my debt which is like the greatest thing i've ever done if you ever find yourself in debt or just like uh there was a great quote by robert kiyosaki um i think i hope i said his last name right um basically if you're if your expenses of your life are outweighing what you're making then you're not making enough money i hope that makes sense essentially if the if your own uh living uh your lifestyle if it's exceeding what you can actually afford exactly then you're not making enough money and for me obviously uh coming from a restaurant background working from Chipotle to working at, uh, what's it called? Um, working at Zupa's, I never was, I kept getting underpaid and obviously from what I was doing, it just never worked out. And then eventually I started my own business after I was beaten to the ground with everything. I finally got myself up. So that was like my great, one of my greatest accomplishments, but it, there was a, there's a, there's this thing that goes around in my family that it doesn't matter how much money you have. At least that's, that's what my, my family thinks. It doesn't matter how much money you have, as long as you're happy. For me, uh, as we talked about before, money is just like a tool as an object that you use to gain happiness. Mm -hmm. Because for me, obviously, no matter how much money I had, 
I couldn't fix any of my problems. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think the strongest thing or the most important thing is knowledge of, of this world and how to navigate it. And that's what I'm finding out now more than ever. Definitely. So things like that. So in any case, I wasn't able to get a house, so I had to move out as soon as possible, find my own security, and I found an apartment that's really quiet. I don't, when you went there... Absolutely. Sense. The place was, like, dead quiet. Mm -hmm. It seemed super peaceful at the time. Like, uh, we went around, and there was no noise. There was, like, one or two people outside, but yeah. no traffic in the hallways. Nothing. And it seemed really soundproof. The only thing that was making noise was the AC. Yeah. You know? That's what's... And for me, uh, when I first went into these apartments, they showed me the ugliest one. And it's like the one that was available at the time that I was trying to move in. But I tried to stay at my parents' house so that, you know, the longer I stayed there, the more money I saved. So I tried to push it off as long as possible. Uh, but at the end, I was just like, you got to get out. Just get out. We're leaving. We, we need to get our stuff out. And they're, obviously, they're still there. But they're in the point of like, uh, you know, when you're trying to do so many things, you get frustrated, you get overwhelmed. I think she just wanted to... Um, get me out even though i could have still stayed there till like this month and still saved that money she just wanted to have that clarity in mind that she doesn't have to worry about me or you know now she she can she doesn't have to work around my you know my room or all that stuff she can take care of that stuff yeah in any case they showed me a really crappy apartment first that was like toilet wasn't flushing uh the room was like everything was like this old 1970s black trim like brownish this is look disgusting dingy and then they showed me a second one that was like, oh, this is better. At least we have like, you know, we have carpeting in the dining room, which is weird. But the toilet flushes, everything works fine, whatever. Like the cabinets are disgusting. But they showed me a third one because I pushed my date for another month after uh, when I initially tried to move in. And they showed me what the apartment that I live in now, which is really nice. Very nice. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, you, you were asking for a nice, nicer quiet spot because you you uh, emphasized that you were a musician and wanted to be able to play music. Absolutely. And so they were able to get you a nicer spot. Which, surprisingly so, they were able to get me a spot where there's a there's the person, the neighbor on my uh, that's on my left side, uh, on my right side, is not even home. They, they haven't even been home. You know how, like, in some apartments, they leave you, like, little, little notes saying, hey, um, move your car or we're going to tow it or whatever, you know, little things like that. Um the door hasn't been opened, so it's still there. So that makes me think, like, oh, maybe this apartment is vacant or this person went on a vacation. Either way, no one's there. So I have my my studio in my apartment. Um, it's set up in my living room, but my guitar stuff is in my other room, which I, you know, I can play as loud as I want. And I, I did a test with it with the looper. I was able to, you know, mix levels and, you know, I was able to make it work. Yeah. I just got sound panels as well at Guitar Center. And I was obviously sound panels are they dead in the room, but they don't trap noise. They don't. It's not soundproofing, which mm -hmm. is what I wanted to do, but it works. I was able to quiet down just uh, or stop the reverberance to, from popping through the rooms. It's a small thing, but I don't have to. Adding, uh, oh goodness, um, yeah. Adding just a little bit of like blankets or this or that, just to help dampen a little bit of noise apparently these weighted blankets i think these ones are yeah they're just moving blankets yeah super nice they really help that in sound exactly so that's i was recommended to those i'll talk to you after about some getting something like this for right now um my every time i go to my mom's house she keeps giving me more things that i don't need tell me about that like what she gives me like 40 dishes like uh, a whole another dish set like here's 40 cups of glass it's just me in an apartment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's hilarious. But I think she's, she just wants to get rid of it, probably. And it's just like, I don't need this. But I don't have the heart to tell her. Because then she's like, I don't want her to think that there are things that I don't need. But maybe it's just my ignorance or maybe I'm just ungrateful. But it's more the fact that, like, every time I come over, here's three salad spinners. <laughs> here's uh, two rice cookers. Mm. Here's two potlets. I don't need that stuff. So... When she moves, I'm gonna throw everything out. <laughs> uh, it's just so that like it just clears off my mind because I'm yeah. I'm one of those people that I'm not a hoarder. You know, my mom is a hoarder. She is a complete hoarder. Anything that she finds, she will take and just bring it to the house, and she will never touch it again. That's how she is. The reason why they're taking so long to move is because of that. Because of the amount, the sheer amount of just how much stuff they have. 
unnecessary thing. There are things that obviously are essential, but that's how I live. I live as an essential man. Whatever I need, I have, but I don't have anything more that exceeds my own living. Which things. is a good, a good rule of thumb to live by. Oh, I hope so. But, jeez, man, I just, I'm overwhelmed with so many, how many things I have that I, in my apartment that I don't need. I'm a, you know, I'm, an, I'm a minimalist. I, mm-hmm. I, if I could take everything in a backpack, I wouldn't, essentially. In any case, that's what's new with me. I got into a new apartment. For you yourself, what's new with you? Uh, other than besides band practice, things are going really well. Um, we're, uh, I think a few shows got canceled, uh, or at least through June currently. Mm-hmm. But it's really optimistic because that gives us at least another little snag of time to really develop the rest of these songs and nail it out. Right. Uh, figure out and analyze where our weaknesses were because we realized that um, uh, you know there are new members to the band that haven't done this before right. and um, developing that confidence and stage presence yeah. um, and also just finding the tweaking the songs that okay these songs were terrible let's take them out let's focus on the ones that were good that's always the take, best thing you know and just shuffling through stuff you should I mean you guys aren't playing concerts they're just shows mm-hmm so the way that I used to structure them is just like, okay, well, how long can we play? And what are the best songs that, you know, pretty much give us our personalities? Definitely. So when you have a set list of 80 songs, it's really hard to pinpoint what are our strengths because you're overwhelmed with, okay, this song is next. Now I have to do this. Now I have to do this. You know, you're overwhelmed with how many things. The way that I make playlists is that, or, you know, songs itself is that they are all they all flow into each other in a in a manner and they make sense for the audience that we're playing at a bar we're playing something more grittier obviously and then like at outdoor place we're playing more coffee house you know it, it, everything is structured but as musicians you got to find people that are flexible with that stuff that can just go on the fly when you have new people you have to train them because they're probably scared <laughs> in a lot of ways. Definitely. And for the first little while, we uh, we actually took the time to develop a single set list that hopefully really makes sense right now because it'll go through the ebb and flow of um, bringing the energy, dialing it back, bringing the energy and dialing back throughout three small, like, shorter sets. Yeah. Um, that's how, and th- that's yeah. kind of the goal right now so we can develop and get comfortable with the songs and have that as the back burner so we can actually... And th- enthusiastically portray ourselves and act out as the show and not just the music exactly and that's uh i'm really i'm really hopeful for that to see uh to see every member of the band be able to really flourish yeah i mean and also since you guys are young it's going to carry you out through your years and there's nothing um it's not going to be wasted it's going to be great definitely everything's going to work out uh, it's more of the fact that just have fun as much as possible because it's not a serious thing. It's just, you know, you guys are just playing songs, playing music. It's nothing. It shouldn't be anything serious because yeah. it's not, you know, it's and, just a band. Yeah, it's just absolutely just complete fun and that's all it should be because even when there is drama or things get heated or something, it's it all should dial back and just realize that, okay, we're just, we're all here gathering to have fun, play music, yeah. and be there for the people because we are the show and the band we have to put on the happy happy faces yeah you know to you be have able to, to act in a certain way for sure but at the same time it's not like you guys are i don't mean to diminish your band because i don't know of the band but it's more of like you guys aren't like the next big thing you guys should just be having fun as much as oh, possible definitely. you know that's i don't mean and, to diminish and it, it totally takes that. time to develop that no and i take that in the best way because like we're technically like a 500 hundred dollar band and when we're going to places that when we're talked up by other members or our managers, the bar owners are expecting a $1,500 band exactly. when we're really, realistically, only a $500 band playing at a $500 level. Right. Which is, which is modest. And, and until we can... Uh, that was our second show, too, without our consistent drummer. That was just somebody we showed up and played with. Yeah, of course. So it's... It was it was a totally different vibe, but it was um, it's promising. We're yeah. really picking up. Every member in this band is really skilled in their own specific areas. Yeah, which is great. And it's it's cool to see that diversity in musicianship. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I'm excited for that as well as um, also um, kind of two and two. Yeah. I um, I had a date with this girl recently. Right. Our second date. 
Um, she's super beautiful. Which I had no idea um, about prior to today. It just kind of <laughs> happened. <laughs> uh, just on the spot, um, uh, we've been texting for a little bit, but yeah. mostly just to um, kind of coordinate when we can hang out, yeah. uh, which has been awesome. And so when we did, it was just an awesome time. We didn't hang out for very long both times. It was only like for, you know, maybe two hours. But well, that's just for our safety, you know. It's just no, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And just to start getting comfortable with one another. Absolutely. Um, and so <laughs> from that, uh, it's, I kind of, my mind has been on a spiral because when I'm trying to get back to doing my own rhythm mm. uh, of getting stuff I need to get done and focusing on life, it's it's almost annoying in a sense that she's been on my mind a lot. And so the only way to channel or get it kind of out was to write a song. So I wrote a song and it's coming out in a couple weeks. Ah, so that's. You would say that that's kind of a life advice whenever there's something on your, like a woman on your mind or a girl. Yeah. Just try to express those feelings and thoughts in a, in a way. I pretty much wrote uh, this new song in a, in almost a night, or at least I wrote... The one all, you showed me. This, yeah, the one I showed which you. Which was pretty great with the new vocals in there. Yeah. I liked, I liked the gritty tone to it. I, I actually do. I, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no, the verses need a lot of cleaning because I haven't figured out what I want as the lyrics specifically. But I, I'm set on that hook. The melody is always the most important thing. That's mm -hmm. why music is so stale. It's because they don't think of the melody. Yeah. Everything is the same thing. And it's it, it annoys me to no end to listen to certain things. But in any case, you um, just keep making music. And you're going to find something that works and how to get those shortcuts. Absolutely. And it was... I can't express this enough. It was so emotionally satisfying absolutely to be able to get back to opening up ableton and creating something new i haven't done that in ages which you're welcome by the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and i i uh i think about that on occasion like damn i uh i changed your life forever you don't be able even to know use how it. I did <laughs> you don't even know what i did for you and yet at the same time that's the beauty of our friendship is that uh you've changed I my life forever and, and I've changed yours. It was a recent quote I found. I think it might have been on TikTok or something. Sure, but sure. regardless, uh, somebody expressed that love isn't a feeling. Yeah. It's what you do despite of how you're feeling towards others. Uh, elaborate on that. So, like, um, either it's parents, friends, or whatever. If there's something you don't want to do, but it's in the benefit of somebody else that you really care for and they need help with something, you, you take the selfless act and be there for somebody see now for me i've always i am I, I i agree with that i've always been in the mindset that if you love something you will do whatever it is for that person regardless if they ask you to help or not i think that's yeah. what that rounds up your quote mm -hmm. and for me I've, that's been my firm belief for me i'm such a forgetful i have dementia and alzheimer's as you know but when i love something for example, if I care about my mom and she asks me, can you bring something insignificant? Like, uh, can you bring uh, like these, uh, this fork that's from your house, from your apartment? Can you bring it to my house? If it was anything else, if it was anybody else that asked me that, I would obviously forget. All the time forget. Yeah. I would always forget. But since it's my mom and since I know I'm going to see her, since... I start to it starts to connect the dots of like oh she asked me for this and then I start to engage, but if it was it was for anybody else right, if there's no feeling attached to it then you're gonna forget things that don't matter to you because there are things that just don't matter and that's why I think I'm forgetful like that as well just because there's no feelings attached to certain things definitely priorities or whatever, so that's how I equate love and for me I don't want to get too cheesy or whatever but love is the greatest it's it cures everything whatever it is it, it cures obviously like more of a like fills in your heart takes away those worries it that's for me what love but there's is. also physiological like benefits to stuff where um i don't know just in a good state of mind you start feeling happier healthier yeah and there's so many benefits to it that yeah. are kind of unseen or just get brushed under exactly. not noticed it's these little things man it, it keeps your for me, it's um, it's it's di it's really difficult. Um, since obviously my mom is leaving to Texas, and my my status with my family's um, that's currently here where I live is a little iffy. There's just um, there are so many things that I wish that I had, but 
uh, I've learned through therapy, like what's the right, what what are the things that are tangible? What's the things that are real? And what's the things that just, you just can't do anything about? You just can't. Like you can't make someone fall in love with you. You can't make someone spend time or want to be with you. You know, these are things you just can't do. So when, obviously if you do, then you become something of a monster. <laughs> yeah, and you can only appreciate the time that you have with them. Yeah. And then just take it at the surface level, like, Obviously, you'd always hope for something, or at least I definitely always hope for the best and want even more out of something, but yeah. then I get too stuck in my own head and wish that maybe fantasize a little too much of what it could be rather than what it's at and just enjoy the moment. Yeah, and I mean, we all have a certain control over ourselves of what we can, you know, maybe adjust to make those things more of a reality. But at the same time, it, it kind of gives the show, like, if someone gives you your their uh their focus and attention on you you know at that time then that's all you could really hope for a anything more is a blessing absolutely that's the way i see it in any case i want to show you something else uh let's go to the <laughs> yeah we, we got a little it's mushy here uh, yeah <laughs> yeah i've seen that one that's, that, that's a good one yeah <laughs> so weird how these things come up man okay anyway I want to show you something uh, since we got a little mushy here, and let's let's go back to these videos. Uh, let me know what you think of this. Hey Josh, do you have a password on your phone? I bet you I can unlock your iPhone without using your Face ID. Ow. So lock the screen, okay. and from there I want you to hit it, swipe down, cover your Face ID. All right. And hit those three bubbles in the top left. Turn them off. One, One two, three. three. Now turn on airplane mode. Yep. After that, we're gonna hit the calculator. Okay. And now I want you to turn your phone sideways. Hit Ooh. the end button. This is gonna cause air to pop up. All right, oh just chill out. God. To release this air, we're gonna hit the rad in the bottom oh, left. Right here? Yep, right there. Oh! Pops up, now swipe up and it'll- oh! <laughs> Have you tried this? I don't have an iPhone. Interesting. But did you, did you catch that? There was something at the beginning, I'm not sure I caught, but. I'm gonna play it again. You'll have to play, play it again. Thing. I'm gonna play it again. Let me know what you think. Hey Josh, do you have a password on your phone? Yeah, I bet you I can unlock your iPhone. I couldn't tell what that was. I think I need to I need to blow it up a little bit more. Here, let me sit in the chair for for a second. Yeah. Just so you can see. Go for it. This is something that requires detail. Hey Josh, do you have a password on your phone? Yeah, I bet you I can unlock your iPhone without using your face ID. So lock the screen. Nice. Oh, it's it took me a second. I was a little too far away, but that's that's golden. Let's dissect this video real quick. So obviously, um. <laughs> it's not it's a how-to video which is always great we always we need to know how to do certain things in case of emergencies which is amazing i don't have an iphone so i wasn't able to do it we can try it with yours and we can give our audience a uh, an update of how this works if, if it actually does work i think that guy was naked and he was wearing a thong yeah he was <laughs> <laughs> i saw him bare legs and I didn't catch it until the third time. You know how you should swipe? And I'm like, wait, what was that? What was red? And then I go back and I swipe up. And I'm like, what is this? And then I do it again. I'm like, oh my God. It's not, the, it's not until you realize that like this it's is. Just, I love those passing moments. They're not the focus, <laughs> but they're the subtleties that make a video golden. But what does that even, like, how do you start this video like that? How do you, um. <laughs> First of all, does the guy even know? Oh, sorry. Does the guy even know? Does the guy even know that it, the guy that's teaching him is behind him is naked and he's teaching him how to do a, like is this? It feels like it's all choreographed, like it's all like planned because the guy's like reacting. The guy that's unlocking the phone's like, oh. Ah, ah. I feel like it's all reacting stuff, but it's just like these little things that make me go. What is going on with our generation? <laughs> <laughs> but it's so obscure. Like, I wouldn't know anybody that would do that other than maybe Gilbert. Well, Gilbert's been a funny guy. I don't, uh... <laughs> yeah, we'll have to have him on the show. And I have a he, He'd be thing. a blessing to this show. Yeah, I have a couple of things. Gilbert's my cousin. For uh, those of you guys who don't know the Let's Play or are just joining us. Uh, he's been my cousin, and uh, he's, he's just a funny guy. You have to meet him. Uh, we'll bring him on the show, and... Uh, We'll see how that goes. In any case, how weird. What's one of the best uh, tutorials that you've ever uh, seen? Tutorials. Yikes. Um, 
I can't think of any right off the top of my head. Um, Those like how-to videos are just like, oh, I'm glad I okay, this now. Okay, I actually, now I don't know of any specific ones, but there's a how-to channel mm-hmm. that is my favorite. Okay. I'm going to have to pull it up, but it's yeah. um, How to Basic, if you if you know him. I, He's the egg guy. This is why you just need to get these videos so you can show me. Anyway, uh, I'll save it. I'll save it for another time, but um, rundown is... Let's say we're trying to bake a cake. We yeah. need to figure out what we're going to do. <laughs> okay. So we're in the, we find ourselves in the kitchen, have some ingredients, but you know how instead of uh, pouring it in, mm. it's required that you throw everything everywhere. Oh. And it gets my God. really messy. How long are these videos? Probably a couple minutes. Yeah. We but, you have to show me uh on the next uh on their next thing. <laughs> they're pretty great. And uh, th- this was an era maybe back in 2015 or something, right. but back in the day, uh, they, uh, how to basic, mm-hmm. he never showed his face, but he got to collaborate with some of my favorite other content creators at the time, right. which was Filthy Frank and iDubs TV oh, which is and Max Mofo. Those four are the godsend. Yeah. And, um, th- they were just amazing videos like hair cake yeah. and, uh, disastrous uh, what is it twister yeah where they play with the um, mouse traps okay where you step on stuff and it, oh, it, it gets it gets really bad and it's it's very entertaining i highly recommend if they haven't taken down those videos definitely look into it so how but, to basic guys if you guys haven't seen it check it out for me um there's always there's this channel that i thought was really sweet um of this it was a it was a it was a guy that was making videos of like how to do stuff around the house that if case your dad wasn't there around it basically he personifies the dad for you so it's like how to drill a hole in the wall things that like dads should teach you or whatever as 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 it goes and he teaches you in case you were just like a, an abandoned son i thought that was, that was like a really nice thing as some guy that grew up without a father like oh this is if you grew up without a father as well well, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> how to change the tire. Th- that seems that. extremely wholesome. Yeah. I'm super glad that there's people that basic. want to. That's more of, a, <laughs> more of an entertainment feature. Of course. But absolutely. In Dude, any case, I kind of um, want to tell you a little bit about, it's maybe a little bit boring, but from what I was working this week, I got yeah. to do something different. They have not had hours for me, so finally somebody else in the division um, has some deadlines that they need to, to come up to. Right. And... Um, so they're they're requesting my assistance. Okay. And so first day I get to do stuff. They give me a a, a stack of these strips that have um, like beads and other uh, rough rough surfaces. Okay. And so I'm supposed to measure the skid resistance level of of this thing. So I get to sit in a in a lab, um, taking files under this under this marble thing right. with a machine on top and it has this rubber mallet that swings across and scrapes the the surface of these files. Okay. And so I have to do this kind of process of wetting it down, setting the levels and doing it and it'll spike to showing on the scale. It, it looks like some old 1930s it scale. really complex. But after a while it, it kind of got simpler but um, that was just an interesting feature of mine. And then later... The, the next two days, I got to spend a little bit of time taking different things and cutting it out. So instead of just the file samples that I was working with, mm-hmm. I got to take it out of the big sheets, measure, cut them. And they, I was told that in the factories, there is they the factories themselves have no variance in their product. Huh. And so she told me I get to prove them wrong and take a... Uh, a micrometer, okay. which is this this little measurement device that is super minute and goes down to the, you know, hundred thousandth of an inch. Right. Um, and uh, so I got to calculate and drill down and mark down all the numbers for each of these sheets on cross one, cross two, and so just three different points on this big sheet. And it was just, right. it was just something to pass the time. I was getting paid to do it, but it just it was interesting because I got to listen to Jack FM or something and uh, as you were working. And just chill out and work by myself because sometimes it's annoying where there's 
there's times where I have to work with people and I'm just standing around and that's my pet peeve. If I'm working, I want something to do and not just passively be there. That's always been my thing. Uh, as a child, when I was working with my dad, I was just like years just picking up trash. It's like, I'm, I was pretty smart as a, well, not as a kid, but like in my teens, I was a pretty smart kid. I only think I evolved some, I've changed as a person throughout the years, like significantly but my intelligence hasn't changed that much. I was pretty sharp as a tech as a kid, but I was wasting my time just picking up garbage. And uh, I earned some money, but I feel like I could have been doing more way back then. So I told my dad, like, hey, when we start this company, uh, since I have it with my dad, like, I, I leave my house to go to work. So you can't have me doing these things anymore. We're going to be doing this together. So if I leave my house and I'm here, it's because I'm here. Uh, so we're gonna if if I'm here, you have to. It's more of a reliance on each other, you know. Since he's old, and I don't want him to snap his back like trying to lift the fridge. Like I'm there. Yeah. I can help you out. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's more of the fact of like, okay, even though I'm done with my profession, which is painting, it doesn't mean that I can't help you out with things as well. You know, it's like these little things that we have to like learn how to engage and talk to each other, and uh, how to work with each other. Because um, one of my biggest philosophies, if I left the house to go work at a project, I left to be there. So even though no one's telling me what to do, you know, it annoys me that I have to ask. But I, I need to ask to say, hey, I need what, what do you want me to do? Just tell me what you want me to do. And they're like, yo, just pick up this garbage. And every time they tell me that, I'm like, this, what the, like, what is the point? <laughs> like, I'm here. I, I want to learn something. Yeah. I'm here. You know what I mean? So that is one of my pet peeves as well. I'm glad we sh we share that in common uh, with each other. Um, we have uh, eight minutes left. So what's uh what's another final topic you want to cover? The, so obviously movies. Um, I uh, for my channel, um, it's Visual Variety Radio on YouTube. Go check it out. Yeah, check it out. Uh, it's just a, I started it off a while ago. I haven't reviewed a movie for a minute. Uh, the last one I did was Cruella. Which is phenomenal. It is it is so different than uh, any live action Disney movie that's ever been made. To me personally, it's so grounded and gritty, and it's more of an art film more than anything. Like a fashion is like Gucci. They they made a documentary about like the the fashion industry with Gucci, and obviously you have Madden in there as well. Um, I think that's Madden. Uh, anyway, the shoe company, the, the that famous. Uh, fashion designer okay it has more of those revenge tales art film and it's a lot darker i think to me it's the best live action disney movie that has ever made however i haven't seen cinderella which i heard was really good was there a new one coming out no there was a cinderella movie that came out like a couple years ago um i forget who the actress was but there was a live action cinderella that okay. i heard was really good and then the maleficent ones with uh, Angelina Jolie, who is a, I didn't know the range of her as an actor, as an actress, I should say. Angelina's I, awesome. Yeah, I saw a movie called um, Those Who Wish Me Dead, which was just recent. It was like two weeks ago, or three or so. Uh, I didn't review it on my channel because I was I was in the process of moving. Damn, her chops are just like the movie's good. It's not great. It's good. But she steals every scene she's in. Nothing but excellent. Even Everyone else is like, eh, decent actors. But she's nothing but excellent in that movie. She steals the freaking movie. That's awesome. Even though the movie's not great, she steals the scene. In any case, um, that, for going back to Cruella, that was like the last movie I saw. And I think still, like, it's top five for me. Top five movies of the year. So far. I want to touch on... Um, I... Uh... <laughs> A couple of my friends later in one of the nights last week, I think, uh, wanted to see Quiet Place too, so I went to go see that. Yep, that's all, that's on my uh, top five as well. You you liked that one? Amazing. Tell me about it. You haven't seen it? No, no, no. I've seen I've seen Quiet Place too, but I want to know your thoughts on it. Have you seen? So you know the first one? I know of the first one. I haven't seen it, which is kind of a there's, letdown. Yeah, there's but no, there's no point. I was extremely disappointed when a certain actor died, or there was the time skip because I believe they gave the you, pr the you prologue to, and then i kind of find out what one. happens you need to, you need to see the but. first one you can't really it's more of the fact you can't really experience 
the you can experience the tone of the movie and how it's laid out but without that foundation of how these characters got to where they are you're you're missed out you're missing out on something that's really pivotal to those payoff scenes that happen in the second movie which is um well i don't want to give too many spoiler alert um in this just a little spoiler warning um there's an arc that happens with the mute child who um throughout the throughout the movie we find out that she can use her like a her hearing aid to cause a frequency uh shift that hinders the monsters right you don't get that uh that thing is such a powerful thing because it's what happens in the first movie it's that uh it's john krasis's character the dad the father I, I don't even know if they have a man i think his name is lee he doesn't trust it's not that he doesn't trust her it's more the fact that um he he has a son that he's trying who's a lot younger and he knows that the 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 child that's mute is more it's capable of more things but the reason why he doesn't bring her on trips or on things is because you know he needs to uh, he needs the son to grow up and like learn these survival tactics you really need to watch the first one because it, it all those thematics and the sacrifices and just these little things that carry on to the second movie hit so much harder oh i i would agree absolutely you you did yourself a disservice watching a quiet place part two without watching the first one i think same thing with like uh for example the shining if you watched um dr sleep without watching the shining dr sleep is a fantastic movie nobody went to go see it highly underrated um ian mcgregor plays uh danny the kid from the first one from the short shining movie and if you don't watch the shining or know of the shining you don't understand the reference and the significance of when he goes back to the hotel to um to i guess to kill off all these uh revenants or whatever all these other dudes you don't understand the imp that's what i'm saying you did yourself a huge disservice but i'm a cinephile i understand like i watch for these things oh totally uh, I mean, I did notice some of like the references that were made to um, like when John Krasinski uh, things happened. Yeah. Um, but there, there was just a, a, a few moments that no, dude, were dude. able to pick up that even though as a as something that I don't haven't seen the first one, still noticing those moments of like, okay, that would have been a lot more impactful if I knew what actually happened. That's why I knew that something happened to his character because I haven't seen the first one. I watched the A Quiet Place Part One. The day, the night before, I was going to go see Quiet Place Part 2. The night before. So I, I knew in the trailers, because the trailers, um, which is funny about this pandemic, the movie was supposed to come out last year. So I was seeing trailers for this movie constantly throughout 2020 and uh, 2021. Constantly flooded with this same trailer every single time I went to go see a movie. The theaters were only closed for like about two or three or two months, I think. It, it felt really short because I was still watching movies during the pandemic and you know now that they released these restrictions they were it was only closed for so long but I kept seeing the trailers but I knew that something happened to his character I knew that because it just felt like why isn't he there so I, I didn't want to spoil myself I didn't watch any reviews I didn't watch anything until I saw Quiet Place Part 1 and I'm so glad that I saw it the night before because it was fresh in my mind and it Dude, I wept. I teared up in those. And that the the final moments of Quiet Place Part One, the significance of like how this family works to going off to a Quiet Place Part Two of how the mute child basically I forget I'm I am i am sorry I keep calling her the mute child. I forget what her name is. Uh she's a talented actress, phenomenal actress, but you don't get the significance and the impact of when she decides to go out and go on her own to try to save a civilization. It's so much more but what made me even more like jittery about this movie is that it gave off quiet play or what's it called um oh, i forgot that's my favorite one of my favorite video games of all time the last of us it gave off the last of us vibes have you played the game i've only seen a few let's plays it's a masterpiece <laughs> i played the quiet place part two. Oh, sorry uh the last of us the last of us part two i think there's a lot of hate with that game, but I played it in a when I was in a really dark time in my life, and I still think it's a masterpiece. 
And I think that's uh, really important to have that su- subjectivity. That's subjective, by the way. That's all yeah. subjective. And same with movies, but also I think more to the point from what we were talking about, making sure where you watch your movies in chronological order. <laughs> yeah. But. It's just, uh, I mean, you're not, you don't, you don't watch movies. Mm-hmm. You don't, if that's not an extra credit, yeah. credit to you. It's just more the fact that it, they don't interest you, which is fine. There's a subjectivity I, to what in, does interest us. Mm-hmm. So obviously if, if it doesn't interest you, why would you watch the first one? It's just you guys are hanging out with your friends. That's fine. It's a spontaneous thing. Yeah. It shouldn't matter. But but more for the, if you want the true cinematic experience, I should have done myself a service and actually watched it. I, but as we come to a close, let's watch another yeah. one or two possibly little yeah, clips that we'll we have here. Uh, we'll talk about movies. Oh, In the Heights was the last one that I saw. By the way, if you guys haven't seen In the Heights, if you're a fan of Hamilton... Go check it out. I'm not a fan of musicals, but my goodness, was this freaking good. In any case, we're going to wrap up with just a couple extra videos, talk about them before Evan has to go to a grad party, and we'll go from there. Uh, here's this other one that I saw that was well, just kind of a little funny. Yay! Yay! Before all the wax gets in there. Let me know if you do this with your family. What? I've seen far too many ethnic uh, family videos doing that, and it's it's a no. I honestly I hate that tradition or whatever it's supposed to be. I don't know where it, it comes an, from. It annoys me to no belief because I have imagined myself in that position, but I've never had that experience. But I feel for those kids. Like that's so. F- I feel <laughs> anger for them. Yeah. Because I mean, not th- the whole thing is uh, uh, for my in, in my uh, what's it called culture. I don't know why it's like this, but you have to like smear the face of a birthday person into the cake. I don't know why that is. It's like a throwing a pie to a clown. But why? Why ruin a really nice cake? Why? First of all, the backward logic of this. Why buy a cake if you're just going to destroy? Or it? spend two hours <laughs> making it. Just to have it demolished. A cupcake, I could understand. And I think that's what we've been doing so far. Like, it would have been one thing just to have a cupcake thrown at the birthday person's face. Yeah, but the main thing is, it's it's just fun to see them. I, the way I see it, the way that I think that they're doing it, the reason why, is because it's fun to ridicule them because it's their birthday. So, you want to smother them with, not kindness, but with frosting. That's the only logical Explanation. If you guys know the origin of putting a cake to someone's face, let us know. I, I can't. Please it. leave it in the comments. But what's even better is that in this one, we're going to watch it again real quick because it's, it's a doozy. Yay! In this one, this kid obviously comes from a. He looks a little, you know, like me. Like a taco. And they completely miss. And I wasn't sure. Let's uh, hit it one more time. Does he move the cake slightly, like he was prepping for it? I thought he did. No, but the the person that grabbed his head grabbed it and put it towards her, not on the cake. Oh my goodness! She just went. <laughs> yeah, just went straight down. Looks like <laughs> completely missed the mark. Uh, we have another one uh, that I want to show you, and I think we got. We got two more, sorry. This one I thought was just kind of cute. <laughs> he just did a little Adorable. at the end. A little cute thing. I don't... That's amazing. It's, you know, probably cousin of mine or whatever. I don't know. I don't really care. Let's try and last one. This time, this time, this time, properly. It's morphin' time. It's morphin' time. It's morphin' time. Sarah Ranger Sarah 5. Sarah Ranger 5. Red. Red. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. I don't know how I saw this video. I was on TikTok. I was I saw a video that was a horrible accident. Like people died in this car accident or at least I assume. It was ridiculous. It looked so horrifying. I saved it. I, I clicked the heart cuz I, I got to show my support. So get up a little heart, like, please, I hope everyone's okay. I scroll, and then I find this one. Completely on the opposite spectrum. 
of the fucking thing. There's a couple more. And his whole... I forget what the kid's name is. But that is a cool guy. If I've ever seen a cool guy <laughs> in my life. As a kid. To be fair, though. As a kid, my mom gave me... You know, I, I was rocking a Dragon Ball Z trunk sword uh, when I was a kid. And I, I used to take that to the bus station. And she would walk me down with it. And I would, like, hit a tree with it. Hit people with it. And then my mom would take it away from me and go home. But that was that kid. You know, I was, like, playing around with stuff. But to be doing this as a, as a team... I admire his confidence and inspiration. Concentration. Proper form, like he nailed it. Apart from that, he nailed the stance and everything. I don't know what uh, I don't know if it's common writer or some super like whatever super sentai it is, but he nailed the form. But as I was watching <laughs> this, I was I was a little high contact high from uh from my uh my, my sister's fiance uh husband sorry who was doing a little a little smoky smokes um i got a little contact high i didn't smoke it but i got a little contact high and as i was watching this video i thought he was something was gonna happen <laughs> my entire thought it's a you were just hoping in the back of your mind that this guy would have just but no it's just he's just doing his little thing i love that it gives a little blip 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 yep let me wrap up this show real quick um this has been something fun i hope you guys had a good time with it because uh what we're gonna be doing now is you know we're still gonna be doing some let's plays because we've got to finish pokemon fire red and i want to start something else with uh you know so these let's plays are designed to uh for you guys as well to hop in with us and you know maybe relive some of your childhood memories playing with these games with us you know there's tons of other people who played fire red that have um you know done speed challenges and all that stuff but you're hanging out with the twin chickens and i hope that we can be a service to you guys so we're going to be doing some uh let's plays to kind of fill in the gaps of the week we're going to be doing hopefully uh once evan gets in the groove here uh since he's really busy with school and with the band hopefully we can get more into a groove of doing more consistent podcasts like this because this took us a little bit to set up it was our first time doing it like um you know as a pre-recorded show and I think it worked out magnificently. What did you think of this? Absolutely. Episode? I think it turned out really well, and we've got a, a great setup, and I think it's a relatively easy process that we can do and have consistency, and I'm, I'm really hopeful for this. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of good things. So uh, soon enough, we're going to be bringing in guests, and you know, the whole thing about this is about introducing you to our lives, what's going on with us, and hopefully bring in somebody that's interesting that has a really awesome story to you know delve into. Regardless of that, guys, thank you guys for watching. We've been the Twin Chickens. Me, Artie5000, uh, Evan the Eagle, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. We'll see you guys. Adios. Bye.